Hello and welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson. Thank you for joining us. I know last week we kind of took a week off at the school I teach at. It's our spiritual emphasis week. It's my busiest week of the year. So I needed a little bit of break from the podcast to, to put my attention there. I thought it was great. In fact, we're going to post some of those messages on our blog. I think they're, they're worth your time to listen to. Um, and coming up, we also have our Community Strong Family Conference, which if you're in the Wisconsin, Illinois area, I hope you'll make it. If you're in the state line area, it'll be worth your time. The Basic Bible Podcast is a proud sponsor of this event. We're going to be talking about that next week. So this week, we're kind of in a weird in-between stage. And so what I thought I'd do is dust off an old interview I conducted uh, many years ago with uh, Thibidi Enyabwile. And it took me a long time to figure out how to pronounce Enyabwile. In fact, I cut out the section of this interview where I am just butchering that name uh, to avoid the embarrassment uh, that it would cause me again. I don't want to relive that. So anyway... Uh, Thibidi has been a, he's a pastor right now in the Washington, D.C. area. You know him from probably the Nine Marks Ministry. He used to work with Mark Dever. He has written several great books, and one of those great books is um, about church membership or, or what it means to be a healthy church member. What is a healthy church member? And I had the chance to sit down and interview with him um, about that book. Now, I had to do it in my car, and so the audio isn't that great, but I really do believe the content is worth your while to listen to which is why I pulled this up out of the archives, and I am uh, playing it for you here today. I, I did do some editing and uh, tried to improve the quality a bit and cut out a few things here and there that don't apply to this podcast. But I really think you're going to enjoy it. I really think you're going to listen. Uh, you'll, if you listen to it, I think you will benefit from it. So we're talking about the book, What is a Healthy Church Member, with uh, Thibidi Anyabwile, and uh, he is a member of the Gospel Coalition as well. I thought I'd remember to throw that out there. Um, so many of you know who he is, and so without any further ado, here's our interview with the BD Anya Buile. Well, thanks for coming on our broadcast, and uh, uh, thanks for enduring my slaughtering of your name. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me, brother. No problem at all. Well, um, tell us first, I understand that you have an interesting conversion story. Um, so tell us, how did the Lord draw you to himself? Well, the short version of that is uh, I grew up in the Bible Belt in the southeastern United States. Um, and uh, it's called the Bible Belt, as you know, because there are so many churches, there are churches on every corner, and um, Christianity is almost a, a civic religion. Now, many people culturally think of themselves as Christians, but uh, really don't understand the gospel and never come to know the Lord in His uh, regenerating power. And that was me. I grew up in a, a nominally Christian home and uh, did a little church. Uh, occasionally, but uh, the church, unfortunately, at that time, wasn't, wasn't faithfully preaching the gospel. And uh, so I began to believe that Christianity and Christ was sort of pie in the sky, by and by, uh, a kind of religion, no, no reality, no power to it. Went off to college and converted to Islam as a sophomore in college through the influence of uh, some Muslim men uh, there in the community and became really zealous for Islam. And, um, really honestly given a, a persecuted church in many ways and uh, an opponent of the gospel. And it would be after a few years as a practicing Muslim sitting at my at my desk one year during Ramadan reading the Quran when I just had this settling awareness that what I was reading couldn't be true, that Islam just wasn't consistent in its claims. And 
spiritual advantage and for the advantage of the rest of the spiritual family, then the kind of membership that makes mutual belonging very clear, that allows the individual to care for the whole and the whole to care for the individual, and that reflects our union in Christ clearest, well, that's the kind of membership we ought to practice, not the kind of membership that, um, you know, sort of makes very little demands upon us or, or leaves us to, to live the spiritual life basically as lone rangers right. without regard to the rest of the church. Uh, I think it was Ian Murray who once said that the least demanding churches are the churches most in demand. Hmm. Uh, and, and that's a significant spiritual problem. And so one of the things I would say is, is yeah, look at the scriptures and see how high a view of membership is put forth uh, for us in the scripture. The other thing I would say is just practically taking that view impoverishes the church as a whole. So, you know, uh, you, you may have a person, as you described, faithful in giving and in so many other ways, but they're not members of the church. Well, that person, you know, if the church practices membership, if it's a healthy church, that person could never be, for example, in the leadership of the church because hmm. uh, he's not accountable to the church. Um, that person will run the risk of, you know, hitting spiritual bumps in the road and not not sort of being connected to the church where they can be cared for. There's so many who have dropped out of the life of the church because they were hurting in some way and no one knew and no one cared for them. That's usually an indicator that there was something weak in the practice of membership in the church. Uh, And so just practically speaking, not participating as an active member, a self-conscious member in the church uh, really makes the church weaker and makes our spiritual lives weaker. One of the things that... uh that convinced me that uh, membership is biblical was this idea of discipline, and that's one of the chapters in your in your book. And unfortunately, many ch- churches today have forgotten what church discipline is all about. But you mentioned one of the one of the signs of a healthy church member is one who seeks out discipline. Um, explain that for us. Well, discipline. When we hear the word discipline, we normally quickly think about correction about a little child that has done something that mom or dad said not to do and um, now needs to get little hands spanked or needs to be put in time out or something. Uh, so we think of discipline as, as punitive right away. But it actually has older roots. It comes from the same word as disciple. You can hear the, the root word in that disciple, discipline. Uh, and it basically means a disciple and one who's under discipline is basically one who's learning and following Jesus. Um, and so it, it also has at its root the idea of teaching. So the, so the majority of discipline in the local church, 95% of it, is what's called formative discipline. That is, that's the way that our lives are shaped and ordered by the teaching of the Word of God. So we sit under sermons, go to small groups and Bible studies. Uh, we, we're engaging in formative discipline. And as good members, we ought to be submitted to the teaching of the Word of God in our local churches. The other way is, is corrective discipline. That's the other 5 or 10%. And as you point out, many churches have, have long ceased, stopped, ceased practicing uh, and, right. and to the hurt of the church and its witness for Christ. Uh, corrective discipline is those times, and, and we see Jesus teaching about it in Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 and 17. We see that Paul teaching about it, the Apostle Paul teaching about it in 1 Corinthians 5, and places like Titus chapter 3, verse 10. Corrective discipline are those times where, in love, the family responds to a member, a family member, um, who is who is in 
asked a question, these members we asked a question, well, you know, what's the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament? Or, or how is a particular idea in the Old Testament related to the same kind of idea in the New Testament? Um, uh, one thing we always get asked is, you know, people ask the question about tithing. Are we supposed to tithe in the New Testament? That's a biblical theological question. And, and in order for us to, to know the scriptures well and really carry out the great commission of making disciples of, of the nations, we, we really do need to become something of biblical theologians. We don't need to have degrees and all go to seminary and so forth, but we need to understand the storyline of the Bible uh, from creation to the fall of man and sin to the redemption that begins with, with Abraham and Israel and then is completed in Christ. And, and finally, the consummation and the glory that's coming. We need to sort of know that storyline, and we need to know the, the main themes in that storyline, and how that basic story shapes our lives as Christians. And, and, and then we need to be able to, to, to teach that to others, uh, so that biblical theology and systematic theology and theology in general uh, just becomes this very important issue area um, or, or discipline for us to grow in in the high school level, that was the fear. As soon as kids came into the room, they were coming in with fear and trembling. This oh, yeah. is going to be... But once they realized that theology is... It's its not just the academic study, but it, it really is an in-depth look at our Savior and His Word, and that is so immensely practical, um, just for our daily walk and our relationship. And So, yeah, every church member ought to be um, delving into the depths of the Word of God, and that's what we call theology. Uh, so, let me ask you this. We're, we're running out of time here, um, but I want to ask, what do you think, why do we have um, a lack of healthy church members? Um, there, there seems, it seems almost to be growing, but I, I guess every generation has said that. Um, but is there anything that, do you think there, what are the primary reasons that churches seem to lack healthy church members? That's a wonderful question, and, and in all the interviews I've done, you're the first one to ask me that question, and uh, so, so thank you. Um, you can thank Patrick I, I, Latham for that question. Um, <laughs> I, I want to give credit where credit's due. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I think I would point to a few things. Uh, one is I think we have unhealthy church members because we have folks who don't understand church membership, sort of going back to your earlier mm -hmm. question, who have a low view of the church and a low view of church membership. And wherever that exists, almost by definition, you're going to have uh, unhealthy church members. Uh, another reason that we have uh, unhealthy church members is, you know, many churches really don't have a culture of making disciples. So, so we're hungry to see people repent and believe and put their faith in Christ uh, and, and so be saved. But we don't really have very thoughtful ways of then taking uh, those newborn Christians and helping them to mature and grow. Mm -hmm. And to obey all that Christ has commanded us, the Great Commission says in Matthew 28. Uh, so, lacking discipleship cultures and approaches is one part of that. You know, another part of why we have unhealthy church members is um, we, we have really, uh, in many places, 
That's where we end the interview, and I, I thank uh, if the media, if by any chance of any miracle, you're listening to this. Thanks again for that interview a couple of years ago. It really was a blessing. Uh, in fact, I had a chance to interview him again later about another book. In fact, we might air that sometime later as well. So don't forget to join us next week. Next week we are going to be talking about the Community Strong Family Conference. Um, if you were there last year, you heard Lee Strobel. He was on the podcast as well. And uh, we're going to do a number of different interviews, live interviews, right there at the conference. And if you are in that area, don't forget, look it up on Facebook, Community Strong Family Conference, uh, Rock County Christian School. And I hope you can be there. We're going to give away some books, and uh, we'll have some great speakers. You won't want to miss that. So tune in next week. We'll talk more about that. But until then, don't forget to check out our website, www.basicbiblepodcast.org. We have the blog there. Check us out on Facebook, our Facebook group. And don't forget to check out uh, us on Instagram and Twitter at Basic Bible Cast. So until next week, have a great rest of your week.